Hello, this is Emily Gower, your host for your Extraordinary Life podcast, where my heartfelt mission is to inspire you to find your purpose, create the career and the life that you dream of, and truly manifest the extraordinary future that you deserve. Let's dive in and let's start the next episode where I'm going to be helping you to fulfill your soul's calling on earth and mastering the life that you desire. Hello, hello, and welcome to our next episode. We're about to have a very deep conversation about a topic that is incredibly important when it comes to you creating an extraordinary life. And it is the topic of protecting your energy. Now, I want to start out by actually defining what do I mean by that? So when I talk about your energy, what am I referring to here? Now, I just want to say I'm referring to your energy in every layer and on every level that you can possibly imagine. So this relates to your physical energy. It relates to your mental energy. It relates to your spiritual energy. This is about your personal space. It's also about how much energy you have on a day-to-day basis. It's about how you use your energy. It is very inclusive and all of the above. Now, the reason that we're going to want to protect your energy is because it is the most important resource that you have. So how you feel on a day-to-day basis and the state of your energy determines and impacts the state of your life. In fact, if you look back over the days, weeks, months, and years of your life, and you look at times when things were going really well, you'll notice that your energy was in a certain state. Maybe you had slightly higher amount of energy. Maybe you were more physically energized. You were maybe connected in on a really beautiful spiritual energy. You had good energy running through your mind. And as a result, you were experiencing amazing results. Now, you may also look at different other times in your life where perhaps things weren't going so well, or maybe you were struggling to get clear on what you wanted to do next, or maybe growing your business suddenly felt really difficult. And if you look at that objectively, that phase or that time in your life, you realize that actually during that time, your personal energy was probably not as strong and clear as it could be. And this is what we're talking about here is how your energy impacts your life and your life mirrors your energy, your results mirror your personal energy. This is why it's so important. This is not just about some light self-care because self-care is important, which of course it absolutely is. This is about how you and the the frequency and the vibration that you carry, the way that you feel, this is how that impacts everything in your life. In fact, it impacts your entire experience of life. So your energy is the most valuable resource you have because your state of energy dictates your state of action and then your action creates ripple effects and it creates results and then that then creates your experience of life. So it's this amazing feedback loop where your energy and your experience of life and the and what you encounter or what you attract or what you manifest in your life is a direct result of your state of energy. So this is critically important. Now, if you don't protect your energy, which means essentially that you're not really valuing yourself and you're not Uh, making an effort to give yourself the life that you want, then you end up feeling drained. You'll generally end up feeling scattered, probably overwhelmed, like you have way too much on your plate. You possibly are putting unrealistic expectations on yourself, saying yes to things that really deep down you wanted to, or you knew that you needed to say no to. And 
down the line, that leads to things like burnout, but also a lack of fulfillment. So when you just throw your energy anywhere and let anything affect you and you have no influence and no conscience, or I say conscious awareness rather, around your state of energy and how you're managing that energy, then you kind of let your life just fall where it's going to fall. And oftentimes you can start to fall apart or fray at the seams. So we need to protect your energy to manage your internal state, to attract what it is that you want. This is so important. It is your most valuable resource. Now, I just want to say that protecting your energy is not about living in fear and it's not about putting yourself in a bubble or trying to protect yourself from absolutely everything in life. You are going to have pain and you're going to have struggles and disappointments and moments where you feel defeated. Those are normal. But this is about how you manage your state and how you support yourself, how you protect your energy through those to take care of your energy, to get that state of flow that you want to experience in your life. Protecting your energy is really about respecting yourself. It's about respecting your physical body, your physical energy, your spirit, your state of wellness, your mental health, your mental space, and so much more. So this is an invitation for you to deepen that relationship with who you are and understanding that your energy is vital. If you even just stop for a moment right now, you can tune into your body or into your mind and ask yourself, how do I feel right now? So maybe your energy is a little bit tired. Maybe it's a little bit strained or maybe it's feeling beautiful and light and clear. And that's a great thing too. But we just want to understand you're just tuning in, protecting your energy is the art of tuning into yourself on a daily basis, even on an hourly basis, and just doing a check-in like an ecology check to say, Hey, how are you right now? Are you okay? What do you need? How can I be there? Remember, being there for yourself and allowing yourself to fill your cup and fuel your energy enables you to bring out the best of who you are. And from that space, you can create magic in every area of your life and that will touch other people. Now, before we go into some strategies on how you can protect your energy, I do want to say that it's very unlikely that your energy will always be quote unquote good or that you'll always fill up because that's not the nature of life. I mean, we do experience challenges and ups and downs and gosh, if you're a woman, then you'll go through probably a bit of a roller coaster as you go through your cycle. Uh, we're affected by hormones. We're affected by so much. We see things in the news, etc. So this is not about making sure that, oh, I'm always going to feel good because that is really unrealistic. That won't happen. It's about how you support yourself through those times where you have those little dips how do you navigate those? And then how do we uh, sorry, optimize your energy as much as possible, no matter what is going on in your life so that you can experience the life that you want? So this is what it's about. I just want to set a realistic goal and intention. Again, these strategies will be the most useful, probably during times where you're feeling a little bit challenged or you feel a little bit overwhelmed or you're ready to level up in your life. And to be fair, I think we're always in a state of that. We want more for ourselves. You listen to this podcast because you want more. You believe that you're capable of more. I believe that you're capable of more. You and I both know this. So if you're looking to level up, you want more in life, then protecting your energy is going to be an innate part of that. Again, as I said, it's about respecting yourself, respecting your body, respecting your wellness and understanding how crucial those are. Now, 
Here's a couple of strategies, and I actually have six of these that I want to share with you for how you can protect your energy. And if you are keen to do this, you can definitely grab a piece of paper and a pen, write these down for yourself, but then also add other strategies as well, because how I protect my energy and what I do to care for Emily is probably a little different to how you might care for yourself. There may be specific things that you do that really help you to keep your energy strong and clear. So I just want to give you permission to add to this list. But here are the six that I recommend. The first one, number one, is to censor your incoming influences and information. So essentially what this means is being conscious of what you are watching, reading, listening to, and the type of conversations that you're engaging with. So if you are watching the news and the headlines and the fear and the scarcity every day or multiple times a day, that will affect your energy. And if you notice how you feel in your body, you will probably start to feel anxious or worried or afraid. And this is not necessarily the most productive energy for you to take through to other areas of your life. Imagine trying to create your dream life, or your dream career or your dream relationship from a space of scarcity and lack and fear. Right. So you want to sense your incoming influences. And that's not just about news. It's also about how you engage with social media. So if you're spending a copious amount of time just leaking energy by watching other people live their life on social media, then we want to reel that in and ask yourself, is this really helping? And I've gone through periods of that in my own life in the last decade or so, where I will go through like, I don't know, a couple of weeks where suddenly I realize, ooh, I'm probably browsing my you know, Instagram newsfeed or my Facebook newsfeed for a little bit too long. I don't really need it. And then I ask myself, what am I even doing here anyway? <laughs> it doesn't really add anything to my life. And so I reel it in and I really, again, I'm assessing my incoming influences and information because I know that junk in is probably going to equal junk out. And if I put good information, high quality information, empowering information and influences into my mind, then that also helps me to output the same thing. So being conscious of what kind of information you're taking in, what kind of conversations you're engaging with, this is so important. And this leads to strategy number two around protecting your energy, which is to be very choosy who you spend your time with. Now, I would say I'm almost a little bit snobby in this area, not in the sense that I only want to hang out with like the best people, but just in the sense that I'm very conscious of who I'm engaging with, who I'm spending time with. So I won't just go for coffee with just anybody. I would look for a person that I know we're going to have a great conversation, someone that's really authentic, where we can inspire and support each other in our goals. That is the only type of friendship that I have. It is also the only type of client that I have in my business. This is who I'm spending my time with. And I'm a nutsy about it. I will protect my time. I'm very choosy. I have almost like these pearly gates. <laughs> that's a really weird analogy, but you know what I mean? I have these, uh, this guard up and it's a healthy guard. It's not saying that I'm not going to trust my intuition and go and have a copy with someone I've you know, never hung out with before. Of course, I'll still do that. But I'm just asking myself and doing that, you check that check internally to say, is this the kind of relationship? Is this the kind of connection that's really adding value to my life? And also vice versa. Am I adding value to the other person's life? So who you spend your time with is crucial. Uh, and I know I want to do a very loose side note. I know that some people will say they have certain members of their family, maybe that are perhaps the mo not the most uplifting individuals to be around because of the way they see the world or because of the type of conversation. But you know that you still, quote unquote, you need to see them essentially. So what I would do is simply limit the communication to what is most important or you could be a leader 
in that conversation and share your perspective on the world and let it land where it does. If they don't agree with it, no problem, but don't sacrifice yourself. You know, sometimes I know family can be, it can be a bit of a tricky one. And um, I know it's a huge conversation. We could probably do a whole episode on it, but I just want to make a side note because I know some people do have particular members of family. They don't spend a lot of time with, and I just want to know, I just want you to know, I think that's perfectly okay. You, you do you in life and follow your path. The right people will find you. So being choosy about who you spend your time with is really important. Number three is to put boundaries around your communication. So boundaries are critically important for protecting your energy. They're not the only aspect of it, but they are incredibly important. And I know there's a lot of conversation around boundaries with different people's programs and courses and coaching. And I celebrate that because they are important. And I had to learn to put boundaries in place for myself, especially when it came to communication. So when you're putting these boundaries in around communication, this is really the two areas you're dealing with. One is when you are available and two is how you want to be available. In other words, how are people meant to communicate with you? And the simplest example I'll give you is this, is in my business, I have plenty of mentoring clients and customers that I work with on a one-on-one basis. That's pretty much always a part of my work. Now, what I do, and I absolutely had to do this at one point because I had so many clients, is I train them very gently on how to communicate with me and when to communicate with me. So they know that if they want to have half an hour, or an hour with me, they will book a time in my calendar. So I have pre-allocated time slots and they will choose their own time. This allows me to control and have influence over when I'm talking to the person. It means that they don't contact me on a Friday night looking for a phone call. I absolutely just despise that. That really interferes with my personal energy flow. That's not how I'm wired. It might suit you, but for me, it certainly doesn't. So I train clients when to communicate with me. And then the other thing is I tell them how to communicate with me. So I don't have clients calling me spontaneously on the phone. As I said, I really don't enjoy that type of communication. So I train my clients to contact me on email or to book a time to talk with me. And you know what? I've been running that in my business for more than 10 years and it works. My clients still get what they need. I get what I need and everybody is better off. So this is just to give you an example of making that really clear. Like I also have that in my social area of life where I have just my nearest and dearest people who communicate with me on WhatsApp. So I use WhatsApp just for my nearest and dearest. I then choose a different technology like Facebook Messenger or, you know, emails to communicate with people in my professional life. So then I have all of my team on Skype. So I actually segment my communications and put boundaries by using different technologies for different types of communication. And that really works. And also there's times of day where I'm just not available for basically anyone, which is usually between about maybe 9 p.m. and sort of seven in the morning. So I'm really not available. And I just that's that's how I work. That's how I work with my communication. So decide what works for you and put those boundaries in place. It will make a world of difference. Now, I also will do one other side note here is that I actually don't have Facebook Messenger on my phone and I don't have my work emails on my phone. Now, that might not work at all for some of you that you might think, oh, my God, I could never do that. But it really works for me. I don't even have my work calendar on my phone. I have my calendar on my computer. I have all my client and customer communication on my computer, the same with my team. So it gives me this healthy segmentation between my personal life and my professional life, which is really important if you're busy, right? If you're super busy, you're going to need to do this. So boundaries around communication is important. Now, strategy number four is very simple, and it's to organize your schedule and stick to it. 
this can sometimes be tricky if you have different projects and things going on, but this is all about time blocking and saying to yourself, okay, on Monday, I'm going to work on marketing. Tuesday, I'm going to do business development. Wednesday and Thursday, I'm going to be with my clients. And then Friday is like a personal day where I'm going to spend time with my kids. So you need to decide what your schedule looks like. I know it probably is a little bit more complicated than the example I just gave you, but just to give you that idea, like have those set times for when you do each thing and stick to it. It will create a rhythm, a simplicity and a flow and a fulfillment to your life. And it will also help you with communication as well, right? Because you're doing, you know what you're doing when you're doing it. So I have recurring appointments for personal development work in my calendar. I have recurring appointments for finances, which is usually Friday morning. I know exactly when my client sessions are. So doing that, implementing that kind of system to your time and organizing it and then sticking to it makes a big difference when it comes to protecting your energy, because then you can flow with it rather than having chaos all over the place where you don't really know what you're doing next. So that's strategy number four. Now, strategy number five is very linked to that. And it is to make sure that you have downtime. And this is something that needs to be blocked into your calendar. But another way that you can do this to make sure you have downtime is to ensure that you have a time at night, especially during the week, where you log off from your work. Now, that could be at 5 p.m., could also be at 8 p.m. For me, I will typically log off by about five o'clock if I don't have trainings in the evening. But if I'm running a program in the nighttime or I'm coaching clients, for example, from in, from Europe, which is very common, then I'll probably log off. Uh, if it's clients, I'll log off by about 8 p.m. And if I'm running a training, 9 p.m. is my cutoff. So I have times where I log off and then I have an unwind routine. So I will log off. I'll shut my computer. Any other remaining thoughts about work, I write them down before I leave the office. I then go and have a shower. I spend time with my man and I let myself unwind as deeply as possible before bed. Having that routine is enormous for protecting energy because it allows you to fill your cup and to unwind and to allow your system to shift from sympathetic into parasympathetic nervous system to recuperate and to come back fresh the next day. This is so important to make sure you have downtime in your calendar and a good wind down routine at night. Now, strategy number six for protecting your energy and this is something you want to do every day is to make sure you fill your cup. This means having a very clear idea about exactly what fills your cup personally and doing those non-negotiable things that both inspire and support you. So for me, very simple example, journaling, listening to music, these fill my cup, absolutely doing personal development work. This fills my cup in a different way. I absolutely benefit from that so much going for a walk in the morning. That's the first thing I do when I get up, I get up and I put my gym gear on and I go for a walk among the trees and it's beautiful and it's quiet. So I'm filling my cup before I do anything else. Can also be things like taking certain health supplements, having massage treatments, spending quality time and having great conversation with your friends who are near and dear to you. Anything that fills your cup, you want to make sure that you're doing this. At least one thing on a daily basis where you give back to you it has no pressure for excellence, no pressure for greatness. There's no deadline on it. You can just do what you need to do to take care of you. It is the metaphor of putting the oxygen mask on yourself, but it is, I like the metaphor of filling your cup so that it overflows so that when you show up in the world around you, you are fresh, you're present, you're open-hearted, you're light-spirited, and you can be you, you know, to the fullest of your ability and potential and experience the magic that life has on offer. So that is strategy number six is to make sure you are constantly filling your own cup. 
in big and little ways. Now, these are six strategies that you can use. So censoring your information, being choosy on who you spend time with, putting boundaries around communication, organizing your schedule, having downtime and filling your own cup. These strategies are awesome. Like they will work. They work for me. I'm sure you can add to this list. But I also want to say that when it comes to protecting your energy, it is also crucially important that you feel you're fulfilling your purpose on the planet. You're doing what you love to do and you're building a career and a business that allows you to fulfill what it is you're born for, to express what is inside of you. This is the ultimate way to protect your energy in life. These other strategies that I've shared with you are really things you can do on a day-to-day and moment-to-moment basis, which is awesome. But ultimately, if you want to maximize your energy and have it strong and clear, then you want to look at your life on a bigger scale or on a bigger level and ask yourself, am I living my life in alignment with how my energy flows? Am I being who I want to be? I know this is a big conversation and this is actually what this whole podcast is about, is about helping you to align yourself to your purpose and to do whatever it is that we can to move you towards the life that I believe you were born for, the career that I know you're capable of. Ultimately, this is what it's about. Your energy will be at its highest or at its peak, if you want to to explain it that way when you are doing what you love and you feel that you're fulfilling your soul's calling. So I know I'm planting a very deep thought, but I feel like I, I can't talk about the topic of protecting your energy without talking about the importance of you doing what you love. So just make it, just earmark that one just for the moment. We will go into more depth in that in future episodes as well. But for now, see if you can take at least one of these six strategies and in the next week, apply it. So maybe turn off the news or spend a little bit less time on social media or watch different content. Try to fill your cup, you know, surround yourself with people who really inspire you. Or maybe it's time to organize your schedule, whatever that looks like for you. Make that commitment to protect your energy. Your energy is precious. It is valuable. And what underpins your desire to protect your energy and your commitment to doing that is going to be your level of self-worth. Because when you love and you value yourself, You will protect your energy and it is so important. You matter. Your presence is so important to all the people that are in your life and all the people who are going to be in your life. So take care of you. This is so important. The world really does need you. And I'm going to close this episode with a beautiful quote from Gandhi. He says, I will not let anyone walk through my mind with their dirty feet. (laughs) And I absolutely love that quote because it really is a quote about protecting your energy. So just know that you deserve to do this. You can make unreasonable requests if you need to, but do what you need to do so you can be exactly who it is that you're born to be. See you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Your Extraordinary Life. I can't wait to share even more inspiration with you in our next episode. If you would love even more guidance to help you to create your extraordinary life, then be sure to follow me on other social media platforms, including Instagram and YouTube and of course, Facebook, so that I can share with you daily inspiration and tips and wisdom that is going to inspire you to live boldly in pursuit of your purpose. If you type me in as Emily Gower, G-O-W-O-R on any of these platforms, you will find me and I would love to hear from you, even if you have some feedback and let me know which one of your podcast episodes was your favorite. I can't wait to connect with you again soon. See you in our next episode.